0: Emily Hobelman, she has put together a profile on me of sorts. No, it is a profile, and it's in the current issue of Savage Henry. Under the headline here, Humboldt's Most Eligible Bachelors, and she's on the line now from down in Los Angeles. Hi, Emily. Hi, John. So do you think that I'm an eligible bachelor, one of the most eligible bachelors? Is that, is that a true statement, do you think?
1: I definitely think it's a true statement.
0: And, and why is that? What, what, what does that mean exactly? That I'm uh, desirable, which which makes me very uneasy to even think about. Which which you which, are which, which, I mean, which by the way is is not to suggest that I have low self esteem, but the idea that I would consider myself one of the most eligible bachelors is uh, makes my skin crawl a little bit.
1: You're humble. You're just a humble guy. I see. <laughs> Uh, I think you're a great bachelor, John. I mean, you're single, you have a good job, you're very nice, and conscious of your attitudes and opinions about women. I think you're perfect.
0: Well, well, thank you. Now, how did you come across this idea of speaking to me for the Savage Henry magazine? And is this? Uh, and by the way, I do pick up the magazine uh, frequently, and we do have a relationship with Savage Henry uh, in in some form or another, so I'm familiar with it. But how often do you do this this feature?
1: Well, I've been doing it for just under two years, and it's kind of an off-and-on thing. In fact, you're my ninth bachelor in just under two years. So that's, what, an average of one every three months? Okay. So it's not really a a regular, steady thing, but when the right person comes along, it it comes together. And you're, like I said, a, a great bachelor, so... (laughs) <laughs>
0: Thank you, Emily. I, I do appreciate that. Oh, you, you and I spent about uh, an hour and twenty minutes, I think, uh, talking about these things. You went through a whole uh, just uh, list of questions. Some of them got a little intense, which is fine. I can handle just about anything you can ask me. Uh, some of the questions I, I didn't uh, answer, but uh, some were rather probing uh, in, in, in the sex world, which makes sense. It's the sex issue. But how did you come up with these questions?
1: You were a really good sport, and I thank you for enduring those questions. <laughs> and I didn't even ask you my whole list of questions. I had quite a long list of uh, inappropriate questions. You know, I just asked friends and thought about it, gave it some thought. Uh, I, I read Cosmo. I look at blogs online learning about the singles world, so I, I did some research.
0: But really, some of them, to give you an, an... Oh, dear. The siren is blaring. I'm sorry. You may or may not be able to hear that, but other people can, so I'll just fight through it and ignore <laughs> that it's happening, but there could be a mild crisis here in Ferndale. I'll look into that. But uh, to some, uh, to give some an idea of some of the questions that were, were asked, uh, let's see. Do you Do you want a girl to spit or swallow? And I mean, do people really have a strong opinion on that?
1: I find that most men I've asked that question don't have a strong opinion on that.
0: Okay. I, I, I would hope not. I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've uh, been with uh, certain people who uh, ask, Do you mind if I. Uh, well, again, I don't want really to get too graphic here, uh, but, uh, and I said, of course I don't mind. You can do whatever you want. Uh, and it just is, I would be puzzled by somebody who would have uh, a serious opinion on that. Uh, well, I
1: think you brought up a, a really good point in the interview about porn being a strange parallel universe. I think people have these expectations during sex about what they're supposed to be able to do. I think women actually think they need to be able to swallow Whereas it's maybe not a big deal to their partner
0: no and, and i th- I think that's that's valid that, that pornography has changed the way that uh, people look at true sex that suddenly they they see these uh, situations uh that are are playing out before them, and then they suddenly have this sort of warped sense of what true sex looks like and uh and and, and one aspect of this I think that you brought up uh during our conversation uh of course I can say. That. No the the whole idea of the facial and uh, I'm not going to get into what that is exactly but uh that uh that to me is is Insane uh, so I mean and you would ask something about uh, if, if uh, you thought or, or I wanted that to happen i, I, I don 't know uh, if that's not really on my laundry list of things that I 'm trying to accomplish in life, but if someone would want me to do that sure we can we can take care of that but but the idea that you've encountered people perhaps in your past that have desired that
1: oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, definitely really yeah, I mean, what I is think that this conversation kind of like is, is something that can be Easily dismissed, but I think you know maybe it is the porn world that makes men think the facial is is a great thing to do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No. Well, again, it's such a big part of uh, mainstream porn these days that uh, that becomes sort of I guess just the 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 standard. Okay, here we are, bang. But 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 this
1: is what what I liked about you, John, was that you you really seem open to experimenting with a partner with the right person. But you don't have expectations out of people with what you want during sex. You just, you seem like a pretty level-headed person when it comes to intercourse with people. But I mean, that's the impression that I get. You know, you don't have these elaborate fantasies or things that you need to be satisfied.
0: So, but is that what you've encountered in, in your years? And how old are you? I'm 32. 32. So you've you've met a lot of men now. Uh, I don't want to say a huge, <laughs> uh, a great uh, laundry list of men, but you've you've been around for a while. I mean, do I seem to fall into a typical category for you? I'm not uh, I mean, the, the people that you've met. I'm, I'm not too far afield of them, probably.
1: I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys that I've spent time with are wrapped up in porn and kind of those roles. Oh really? Um. You seem kind of not typical. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, maybe there's a whole side of you that you you aren't comfortable showing for your profile, but I don't. I don't
0: really believe that. No, that was pretty much what uh, what I'm presenting to the world uh, and myself. I, I, I don't really have any secrets as far as I'm concerned. but the So you meet a lot of guys who look at porn and then say, okay, here's what we should be doing. And then how do you react to that? Because some of it gets rather intense.
1: Well, I don't know that I have so much firsthand experience with handling uh, different strange sex requests but i i just think it's a communication thing i mean if if you have something you want to experiment with you have to talk to your partner about it and make sure they're okay with it i mean it seems like some of these things could be really uh what's the word i'm looking for not demoralizing but uh degrading Yes, yeah,
0: yes. that's the word. <laughs> I, I think it's a, a fair assessment of some of these these activities. Uh, now, in, in, since you did come up with the, these questions and uh, you're writing for the sex issue, uh, it, how uh, big uh, is sort of sex in your world, or is this a, a focus of your writing by and large, or is this just an assignment that you, you took on and then did it the best that you could? I guess I'm just trying to get a sense of how typical uh, an interview this was for you.
1: Well, this was definitely a special interview. I I don't generally ask so much about sex. I do ask a little bit, but like I said, you were a trooper because I really hit you with a big, long list of extreme questions. And I expected it to go in, in one of two ways. Either you would totally hit me back with a bunch of perverted, raunchy sex talk, or you would respond the way you responded, which was kind of in this, like... Open minded, but not, you know, a specific way. I mean, you just, you seem open minded, John, but not uh, caught up with sex acts.
0: And the. Question here about underwear. Did I really say I can go commando? I just I can't remember saying that. I just uh, because uh, you would ask me about what uh, type of underwear I uh, choose to wear, and I think I said boxers or something like that. But then, did I really say? Uh, but I can also go commando. Which, by the way, oh. of course, I've I've been known to not wear underwear. But did I use the term commando? Are you sure about that?
1: I have it in my notes. Okay. I didn't record the interviews. So okay. okay. right.
0: When I saw, it, gosh, did I use that? Okay, but yes, periodically, if you you see me on the street, I may not be wearing underwear, and it's not because uh, that's something I need to do. But it's periodically, hey, what are you going to do? These things happen. Now, your background, uh, do you uh, are do you do you write often for other publications outside of the Savage Henry?
1: Not lately. I, I have written for other publications here and there, but Savage Henry is my one mainstay these days. And my one fun project.
0: And what is your background? What did you study?
1: Um, I studied math. You did? Yes.
0: And how, how high up in that world did you get?
1: I have a master's degree from Humboldt State.
0: You do? I do. And and what do you hope to do with that? that that's, that's incredible, Emily.
1: Oh, why, thank you. I, um, I think so.
0: You're starting that. Uh, I, I realize that many people know map but to take it to that level uh, in the higher education world, that, that's really a feat.
1: Sure, and then kind of my issue is what to do next with that. I've been bouncing around for a while trying to figure out my path, and like I was just telling you, um, I'm about to head back to Humboldt here in a couple of weeks. I'd like to start my own business in the area, and more on that later. I don't want to spill the beans about it.
0: Can you give me an idea of even the industry you're talking about?
1: Um, yeah, food and beverage.
0: Okay, all right. And so, when you say you studied math, you have a master's. Uh, what? Uh, how have you used that out in in the real world?
1: Um, I, I taught at the college level for about five years, but and I now I I just I work for a strange company in San Diego now for a manufacturing company. Um. And actually, my job title is mathematician, but I find myself doing a lot more writing for this company as opposed to math stuff. You're, you're an, I'm just you, kind of a jack-of-all-trades person, really. You're an
0: employed mathematician. That is your official title.
1: That's my title.
0: Really? Yes. For a company? And then, so, and I'm just, I'm again, just curious. What does that mean? What do you do as a mathematician for this company down in Southern California?
1: Well, it's a very, it's an interesting company. We make vaporizers. And my boss is a really interesting guy. Um, so, you know, I do help with like the data collection and analysis for the manufacturing process. But, like I said, I, I've found myself doing a lot more writing for this guy. He's a philosopher. So, I'm helping him with his philosophy and getting his views organized for the public. So, it's a, it's a very strange job. I'm able to work remotely, which is great. And, you know I, I don't know about math in the real world I, I you know i'm a bartender too so i kind of have this desire to be out there with people as opposed to at a computer all day you now
0: i one uh for one would like to to have you back here in humboldt sure we welcome you uh but it sounds like you have things going on down in southern california you're an employed mathematician why, 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 do, you, why do you want to leave that
1: Well, I can do my job from anywhere, and I have this business idea for Humboldt, for Southern Humboldt, so I think it's time that I put down some roots. I've been bouncing around a lot in the last few years, and Humboldt is is my relationship, and we break up, and we we get estranged, and I come back, and Humboldt dumps me, and I think there's something better, but I I realize Humboldt is really a, a good place for me, and a lot of people that I love and care about are there, and... It's a nice, clean area. I mean, Los Angeles, San Diego is just not where I want to spend my life. But if I can keep this job and continue working in Humboldt for the vaporizer manufacturer, Magic Flight, oh, uh, nice it's plug. good. It's a good turn.
0: Back to these questions for a moment as I glance down to them, uh, uh-huh. the, some of the questions that you had asked me. And I'm, I'm just curious uh, how, how you'd react to some of them. Uh, just preferred... Vag structure. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, who would, who would
0: answer? Who would answer that? Uh, I, I,
1: I, I, I would answer that. I okay, definitely. All right. All right. Let's I, hear it. I have a preferred vagina structure. Okay, I've, I've dabbled. I've dabbled in in being a lesbian a little bit, and uh, I definitely have a preferred vagina structure. I won't. I won't go into it on the air, but I, I, people do have preferences. And I mean, so, I
0: do. And so if you like the person and then suddenly this, uh, this vag structure didn't measure up, you'd say that's, that's a deal breaker?
1: I, I dumped a girl because oh, wow. of the vagina structure.
0: He, really? Yeah. And how did, yeah. And did, did that person know that that was the problem?
1: No, I did not tell her that. Oh. Definitely not.
0: Okay. And when you look at your own anatomy, are you rather pleased with uh, how things look? And uh, do you look at uh, your own... Uh, world and say, okay, this is what I want to see in someone else?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know how many women I'll be sleeping with in the future, but, uh, you know, yeah, I think my own anatomy is, is good. I think it's perfect.
0: Okay.
1: And every, you know, I, I, I think everyone has their own preferences, and, you know, obviously vagina structure shouldn't make or break a relationship, but sex is an important thing, and if you can't really get into the structure of your partner and enjoy yourself with it, you know, that's a problem.
0: No, and and let me be clear. I'm not trying to portray myself as a saint and say, I welcome all uh, beings, uh, big and small. I mean, uh, of course I do, to an extent, but yes, I I do have uh, certain ideas or tastes or just preferences, so I I do understand that. I'm not trying to pretend that I'm a a pure uh, person myself here. Uh, but, But the idea that suddenly I would find myself just kicking someone to the curb over that seems a bit extraordinary. But I'm not condemning you for it, Emily. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Please believe me. I'm, I'm really not. I'm just saying that, I, I, I mean, it would have to be a rather extreme case where something right. was just gaslighting. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can stomach this. But, well,
1: this particular woman, it, it was an extreme case. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. I haven't been with too many women, so it was, you know, a real learning experience for me to kind of. See the differences that are possible with vaginas. And it, when you and I were That's talking whole
0: topic. Yeah, would you say again?
1: It's a whole topic. It is. I mean, it's,
0: it's a whole, a whole world. Topic. I felt as though when you and I were chatting that I, I seemed to be failing you in a certain uh, degree because I was not really bringing a lot of heat to my answers, uh, even for simple things about the craziest place you've had sex. And I couldn't really even come up with one other than, oh, I don't know, outside somewhere. But where's the craziest place that you've had sex?
1: See, I'm right there with you. I mean, my craziest place having sex is outdoors as well.
0: See, but that's not too crazy, is it? Well, of course, I guess if you're in, in downtown Ferndale uh, at 1 o'clock, that'd be fairly crazy. But uh, somewhere in on a trail in like, the backwoods somewhere where there's nobody around and no one's going to get upset, eh, I don't know if that's too crazy.
1: See, you didn't fail me at all, though, because you just answered truthfully, and you gave me a real sense of what kind of person you are. So it's just because I asked really risque questions doesn't mean that I needed... Totally out there answers.
0: And if you would like to see what Emily put together, you can pick up the current issue of Savage Henry magazine, which, by the way, I had a little trouble finding yesterday in Eureka. I did not try that hard, so that is a fact. I went to a couple places last night at the last minute trying to get a copy, and I failed. But Hank, Hank Sims, he delivered. Where can people get Where can people get the Savage i today? Of course, yeah, they can go up to Arcata, and it's in several places. But in your mind, if someone wanted to get an issue today, where could they do that?
1: Um, in Eureka, I think that Humboldt Glassblowers has them, and Sailor's Grave Tattoos Tattoo Shop has them as well. Um, I'm not too sure where else in Eureka you can grab them. Like you said, in Arcata, there's a lot of places. Southern Humboldt, Redway Liquor has them. And the hemp store, okay. um, Arcada, the liquor store on the plaza has them, the alibi. Um, or you can go into the Savage Henry office, which is in the Jacoby storehouse on that main level. Great. And Thank you very much, Emily. And, magazines.
0: and I awesome. look I look forward to seeing you again when you come back to Humboldt. And when will that be? You said in about a month or so?
1: Uh, beginning of March. All I'll right. be up there.
0: Okay. Well, I'll see you when you get back, okay?
1: awesome. Thanks, John.
0: You bet. That is Emily Hobelman. Read her
1: profile in the current issue of Savage Henry, the, the sex edition.